ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Welcome to Speak Life, and I am your host, Marty Layton, and welcome to September. Wow, we are honored that you are here tonight. I want to welcome you here today, whether you're in your home or watching somewhere else or just listening to this on a podcast. Welcome to a great time of prophetic ministry, teaching, and revelation. You know, God has already spoken many things to me. Uh, about this three-month period that we have now all entered into, September, October, and November. You know, September is going to be a very unique month. God has spoken it, and watch and see. Uh, We're going to talk some more about that throughout the broadcast, and then October and November, we'll talk about all of that as well. Uh, It's also the month, September. Uh, It's a special month for me. Uh, because it's the month that Pastor Tracy and I got married, and so we celebrate uh, our anniversary in September. In fact, this year we're celebrating 35 years of wonderful life together in Christ and wedding bliss. Amen. Uh, We were married actually September 3rd in uh, 1988, and we were just kids at that point who fell in love, and uh, we love God more than we loved anything else, and so that's really how it works, and it still works that way today. You know, and I honor the woman of God that Pastor Tracy is. She's a Proverbs 31, faithful, hardworking, always serving, virtuous wife, amen, virtuous woman. Uh, I I could not do what I do without her wisdom, without her support, uh, she's always got the right answer when I'm at some sort of an impasse. Uh, I can say her discernment is incredible. You know, Scripture declares in Proverbs eighteen twenty two, when a man finds his wife, he's found a treasure, and she's a gift from God that continually brings joy and pleasure to your life. And so what a pleasure it's been to be together with my wife, Tracy, for the past 35 years And we look forward to 35 and more years to come uh, together. So so those of you that are watching, especially those of you that are local, that want to do something special for her, uh, I'm going to be taking her out directly after church on Sunday and celebrating. And so uh, be sure to come up and say uh, happy anniversary to her. Listen, it's not easy being the wife of a minister, and it's especially Uh, tougher being the wife of a prophet. And listen to this prophet. Take time to celebrate God's great rewards and blessings in your life. Amen. No matter what is happening in the world around you, learn to unplug and celebrate God's best in your life. Amen. You know, actually in Scripture, there's so many feasts uh, that God had his people celebrate, uh, even though there were challenges everywhere. And we recognize that God is bigger than all of our enemies combined. And we are grateful to the Lord for his goodness. Amen. And so that's why we take time out and celebrate and and enjoy the blessing of the Lord. Do you know God wants you to enjoy his blessing? Jesus said, it's the devil who comes to steal. It's the devil who comes to kill. It's the devil who comes to destroy. But I came so that you would have life and that you would have it uh, more abundantly, that you would live it to the full in the abundance of God. Amen. And so God wants you to enjoy this life. He wants you to have 
a, 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 a focus that you're called and anointed and appointed and blessed of God uh, to live the abundant life in Him. Amen. So Sunday's going to be an amazing time. You don't want to miss it. Those of you that are local and that are going to be there, I've got a powerful word for you. Listen, we have a fantastic audience for this broadcast. Uh, Speak Life audience is the best. This audience is listening and watching from all over the world. And I want you to know we are praying for you. We are believing for God's highest and God's best for you. And by the way, I get every prayer request, and I take them personally before the Lord in prayer. And I call your name out, and I call your prayer request out before God. And if you want me to agree with you and pray prophetically over your prayer requests, you can send them to me through our website at lifepointchurch.cc. That's lifepointchurch.cc. And if you'll scroll down, uh, there's a place where you can submit your prayer request. I call it our prayer wall. Uh, just like the wall at the the wailing wall in Jerusalem, that's our wailing wall. That's our prayer wall. And uh, I'll get those prayer requests, and I'll pray over you, and I'll pray over your household, and I'll lift you up in prayer, and I'll lift up your prayer requests before the Lord, and uh, and I will believe uh, for your miracle with you. And so I don't take those things lightly. You know, the Bible actually says uh, that... <clears throat> God will uh, hold hold his ministers accountable for those that he puts under their care. And so I take that very seriously. And God does creative miracles, by the way, when we agree and we ask for them. You know, last week we had Apostle Jane Hammond on the show, and I hope you got to, to watch that. We spoke for over an hour about uh, creative uh, prophetic miracles uh, creatively spoken and released by the voice of God. And if you haven't heard that, it's still posted. Please go back and listen to that broadcast and be encouraged and hear a now word. It's a current uh, excellent word. But God does creative prophetic miracles. That's what we're going to be talking about tonight, creative prophetic miracles, because the power of God is present here in this place and God is a speaking God. <clears throat> Let me say that again. The power of God is present right now in this place. And God is speaking. He's always been a speaking God. Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians uh, 12 and verse 2, it says, When you were without, without God, when you were outside of God, you served mute idols. Why would he say mute idols? In other words, he was saying you serve false gods who did not talk to you. But in Christ, you're serving Almighty God who is a speaking God, a Father who wants to speak creatively to you on your behalf. Amen. Let me just say on behalf of our nation as well, America the beautiful, God is speaking. And when we think of creative miracles, sometimes we think of somebody who's sick in their body and they need a healing. But that's not always the case with creative prophetic miracles. I want to encourage you to take time every day. This is what I encourage you to do. Take time every day and give God praise. Give him some worship. Take a, a moment. I do it at the beginning of every day. Get out of bed and just worship God. Give him some praise. No matter how small you may think it is, no matter how 
uh, in or out of tune you may think it is, it doesn't matter. Give him worship. Give him praise. And the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. God inhabits the praises of his people. God comes and dwells among us when we praise him. I'm telling you that has a way of opening up your spiritual ears so that you can hear him speak to you. And when he speaks something, <clears throat> it is powerful and it's so powerful it brings about immediate change. And as possible uh, or impossible as that may sound to somebody uh, that God would actually dwell among you, uh, his name is Emmanuel, God with us. Uh, his name is uh, uh, Jehovah Shema, God with us, or Yahweh Shema. Uh, it, it sounds impossible to some people, but God actually comes when we praise and fills our lives with an even greater capacity uh, to receive from him with his presence. And as God inhabits your praise and deepens his presence in your life, he speaks and you start hearing clearer and clearer and clearer. And let me just tell you, when the Creator speaks, something is created. When He speaks, it is created. And so when He declares a promise to you, in that personal, intimate time with Him, and He is the Creator, and He's speaking, and it is created in the future. And so we go to the future, and we possess what He's already promised and created you know and when we gather together in our church services uh, and on this broadcast i have to say there's a greater more powerful force of creativity i believe released in our lives that prophetic creative miracle creative miracle means god wants to create something that you cannot make happen yourself it's kind of like the prophet's reward is the miracle that money cannot buy it's the thing that you can't make happen for yourself and that's why I'm, I'm celebrating the creative miracle God gave me in my physical heart. You know, where the doctor said, uh, part of my heart was dead. And uh, God brought it back to life. That's a creative miracle. You know, I was in the operating room, and, and then uh, with my wife afterwards, the doctor was, was declaring and he had to admit that there was absolutely nothing wrong with my heart. After they had said it was partially dead, uh, that the doctor had to admit in the operating room to me and then later to me and my wife uh, that there was actually nothing wrong with my heart, absolutely nothing. It was perfect. And so listen, Jesus did creative prophetic miracles all the time. And I want to help you to tap into this. He said, I only do what my father tells me to do or what I see my father do. And I only say what my father tells me to say. Uh, so when you've seen Jesus, you've seen the father. When you've heard Jesus, you've heard the father. Uh, and so he says, <clears throat> I only do, let me grab a sip of water here. What my father <clears throat> tells me to do, and I only say what my father tells me to say. In, for example, Peter and his whole fleet, and all the fishermen for that matter, had uh, fished all night long, and they all caught nothing. And uh, Jesus spoke a creative, prophetic miracle, and he caused all these fish, fish 
to accumulate and come together in one spot by the sound of his voice. And then suddenly, uh, they went from extreme poverty to extreme prosperity. Think about that. He spoke something, and then suddenly they went from extreme poverty to extreme prosperity. None of the fishermen could make anything happen for themselves. See, it's not always a physical, bodily healing. None of these guys could make anything happen for themselves. And suddenly, one of God's choice servants, Peter, half-heartedly, in, in, in some accounts, obeys his voice. And he has now what everybody wants. Uh, now he's cornered the market on, on uh, the fish supply, uh, all by the prophetic creative miracle. It happened in a moment. It took more than just Jesus saying, cast your nets on the other side. They had to actually go do it. They had to actually get out there and cast their net into the sea. And it was against all odds, but they had to go and do it. It made no sense to them to go do this. They had already done this for hours all night long. It made no sense. It was against all odds, but they still had to go do it. And it happened. And they went from extreme poverty to extreme prosperity because of the word that Jesus spoke to them. That's how powerful the prophetic creative miracles are. I want you to know that word is present here right now. That word is in our midst right now. This is what God is doing right now. Whether you're watching from right here in Nashville or in Rhode Island, or Nigeria, or wherever you're viewing this from, that word is with you right now. We have people watching from Ukraine. We have people watching from Israel. We have people watching from South Africa, from all over the world. God is ready to release a creative, prophetic miracle to you. Amen? The very same Jesus who spoke and caused all those fish to come together at just the right spot, at just the right time, he's here today to speak into your life. Amen? Amen. I believe you can be healed from whatever is troubling you right now. I believe it can happen. Jesus still does creative prophetic miracles. Father, I pray that as we continue in this broadcast that you would increase their faith for creative prophetic miracles. And I release them right now from all doubt and unbelief. Uh, All doubt and unbelief go right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for an unusual creative prophetic miracle to be released in their lives. Father, you said whatever you want, uh, that you said that you wanted to show your power Wherever you wanted to, however you wanted to, you wanted to show your power and do creative miracles today. That's what you spoke to me, that you wanted to do creative miracles. And if you said it, then it's going to happen. And we thank you for this occurring in all their lives right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. I believe resurrection life is in the air right now. We've been talking about uh, this unique and unusual moment that we're living in. 
I believe we're in a moment of great grace. You know, the Bible says in Acts chapter 2 that great grace was upon the, the disciples. I believe we're in a moment of great grace. If you look up that word great grace, it, it's actually the word in, in the Greek mega grace. I believe we're in a moment of mega grace and a release of God's great power in the earth. God is ready to show his power. I believe we're in a sacred time, a historic time. Man cannot do these things by himself, but with God all things are possible. Only God can do it. We are gonna, we're going to do it with God. Let me say it better that way. God's going to do it, and we're going to do it with God. Amen. Uh, Jesus is, the Bible says he's being held in the heavens. You know, the grave held him for a little while. <clears throat> but there was a time when the grave could hold him no longer. Prophecy was fulfilled, and it had to let him go, right? Uh, and right now, Jesus is being held in the heavens until prophecy is fulfilled. And when that all those prophecies come to pass, then he'll be released. So how does God do that? He said, I'll sit at my right hand until I make your enemies my footstool, <clears throat> your footstool. And the, the feet are not in the head. Jesus is the head of the body. The feet are not in the head. The, head, the feet are in the body. And, uh, and he said, I'll, uh, you've got to remain here. Uh, heaven's going to retain you until every enemy is, is brought under your feet, till I make your enemies your footstool. And so <clears throat> what that tells me is that we're going to do it with him. We are co-laborers with Christ. Listen, the fire of God is about to fall on all the enemies of God. And I want to read a couple of verses from Psalm 2. Psalm 2 is one of my favorite psalms. And, you know, people are shaken up about what's happening in the earth today. And the Bible says this in Psalm 2, Why do the heathens rage? And why do the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. You know, the Bible says we are the anointed of God, right? Uh, <clears throat> Jesus is is Christ, which means the anointed one. And we are Christians, which means his anointed ones. And so it says the rulers of the earth take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed ones, saying, let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. That sounds like exactly what we're seeing today, doesn't it? Why do we have to have uh, decency and order? Why do we have to have the rule of law the way that we've known it? Why do we have to have standards in place? Why do we have to have, uh, and I'm being careful how I say some things because I want to be sure to, uh, to communicate something clearly, but do it in a way where I'm not breaking their, their rules at the moment. <clears throat> I believe all that's going to change anyways. Uh, but th they, they want to break their, uh, our bonds in pieces, and it says, and cast away their cords from us. In other words, <clears throat> there is a certain uh, uh, set of boundaries and guidelines uh, that, that we as believers hold to. 
and in a Christian nation, which America is a Christian nation, uh, founded on the principles uh, of Christianity and a belief that Jesus is Lord, uh, uh, Judaism and Christianity are, are what our foundations as a nation, uh, 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 this nation was built upon. And so in Psalm 2, it says the, the rulers t- are taking counsel together against the Lord and against the anointed, <clears throat> his anointed ones, saying, let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. And, uh, and then it says in verse 4, he who sits in, in the heavens on his throne shall laugh at them. The Lord shall hold them in derision. And then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. Think about that. This is what I'm prophesying to you is about to happen before our very eyes. God is speaking some things and shaking the nations of the earth. He's allowed the enemy to have just enough rope to hang himself, if I can use that old cliché. He's, he's allowing the enemy just enough time to fully expose himself. And like I've said to you many times, uh, it'll be a moment uh, just like it was when the devil realized if he'd have known what he was doing at the time, he would have never crucified the Lord of glory. That's what Scripture says. So in the story of Naaman, uh, the prophet Elisha speaks to this Syrian commander, and he said, uh, the way you're going to be healed of your leprosy is you have to go to go to the Jordan and wash yourself in the Jordan seven times. And so, you know, many times we don't like the way God brings healing. <clears throat> we don't like the package. We don't like the person. We don't like the way God brings healing to us. Naaman didn't like that river. It was too muddy. It offended him. It wasn't like his home rivers at home. And so he got offended at Elisha, number one, for not coming out himself and and praying for him, but sent his servant to tell him to go dip seven times in the Jordan and he would be healed. And uh, he didn't like it. And many times we don't like the way God does things to bring healing. <clears throat> Let me just say, God is about to heal this nation America the Beautiful. You may not like the instrument he uses. You may not like the Christianity of that person. You may think his Christianity is too muddy for your liking, Uh, not the personality type that you would prefer. But God uses men to bring change. That's the way he has done it in the past, and that's the way he's going to always do things. That's why Jesus came as a man. God works through man. God works through people, through fallible, imperfect men and women. And the problem is people evaluate and reason things out and reason out <clears throat> that it couldn't be authentic. Uh, but what I believe God is asking his people is, will you trust me over your reasoning and wash yourself in the Jordan seven times? Will you do it? You know, there's several prophecies, I believe, that are converging right now. And I want to get back to what I began speaking about, September. 
God's been speaking to me about September, October, and November of this year. And we just entered September. September, uh, it's going to be a unique month. Uh, uh, There is a cataclysmic change coming to America the beautiful and to the nations of the earth. A cataclysmic change is about to happen. The healing of our nation. It may look like a governmental crisis. It may look like a constitutional crisis. It may look like chaos. But God's ecclesia has been praying and decreeing God's words. Let me be very clear. Decreeing his words. That's where the power lies. And now something unusual is going to take place. Something you never saw coming. But it will bring healing to America and consequently the nations of the earth. God is resetting some things, bringing order and fresh order and fresh alignment to the earth, and doing it suddenly. Suddenly, things will be reset. I've prophesied these things for more than two years now, uh, actually more than three years. I've spoken with other prophets, uh, major prophets in the earth, uh, who have heard the very same things. I've heard words from other major prophets uh, that they've prophesied, and they're hearing the very same things. Get ready, for something good is about to happen for our nation and for the people of God. It may look like everything is shaking, but we are a part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Amen? God is going to answer these rebels, just like we read in Psalm 2. Uh, these rebels that have been demonically inspired to, to cause chaos and disorder and trying to cast the bonds uh, uh, of order off of their lives and trying to do their own thing. Almighty God is going to speak into the chaos, just like I prophesied back in uh, early 2020. Uh, let there be light. Let there be light. And a fresh new order and a fresh new alignment will come forth. Come forth. A divine reset is happening to bring things back to the original settings. Just like you would reset or reboot your computer or, or reboot your cell phone. Uh, corruption gets in there. Uh, some sort of a virus or some sort of a malfeasance starts happening in a computer or in your phone and what do you have to do you have to hit the reset button and it reorders and it realigns all the data and puts it all back in right order this is going to happen this month it'll reverberate uh, through the month of october and it'll be fully resolved by november now what does that mean i don't know exactly but i know this is what the lord spoke to me And the last verse in Psalm 2 says, Kiss the son lest he be angry with you. I believe God's giving people a moment of grace to repent. A moment of grace to repent. There's many people involved in this uh, that God's giving them a moment of grace to repent. It says, Kiss the son lest he be angry with you. And blessed are those who put all their trust in him. I want to point something out. It says, kiss the sun. If you look at the first three, th- first letter of these three months, September, October, and November, it is S-O-N. 
the Son of Righteousness, will arise with healing in his wings, and he's going to bring healing to this nation and healing to the nations of the earth in September, October, and November. I encourage you to read through Psalm 2 in a few different translations and get a good understanding of God's heart towards his people and his heart towards his enemies. I could give you a a list of psalms uh, that you could read through, Psalm 35, Psalm 18, Psalm 118. God is about to deal with uh, the final blow to all of this junk that, that has been tolerated to the point of pain. And now the prayers of God's people will prevail over their enemies in this nation and in the nations of the earth. Amen. Amen. It says, serve the Lord with reverential fear and worship him alone. I believe this resurrection life is in the air. I want you to hear me say that loud and clear. Resurrection life is in the air. Resurrection life. If that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he shall quicken your mortal body. I'm still talking about creative, prophetic miracles in our nation and in our lives. Amen? Creative, prophetic miracles. You may not like the packaging. You may not like some things about it, but God's going to do it. He's going to speak it. And then we need to work with him, do whatever he tells us to do, and watch God move and heal. Amen? If the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he shall quicken your mortal body. Resurrection life is in the air right now. And so I want to take a moment and talk about creative power being released in your body today, released in your finances today released in your family today. Listen, there was a woman who who was a very wealthy woman. She didn't have a need for anything in the Bible. Her and her husband, they were uh, very prosperous, very well-connected. Uh, they had everything that they needed, uh, and they really loved the prophet Elisha. And every time he, he would come in and out of their city, uh, they would bless him. Uh, But then they decided to build a room for the prophet. And so she lived on the wall uh, or or near the wall. So they built a a house for him on the wall so he could come and go as he pleased and have uh, his own accommodations there ready and and stocked and a plush uh, provision for him whenever he wanted it. And so Elisha says to his servant, you know, I want you to find out what she needs. Now, I'm talking about the prophet's reward in, in some sense as well. You know, when you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive the prophet's reward. And we've talked at length about, about what that word uh, receive, the first receive and the second receive, right? Uh, the first receive is to embrace the prophet. When you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you embrace him and you you welcome him like family. Uh, then you receive the prophet's reward. You, you forcefully possess what is rightfully yours. And it is always the miracle that money cannot buy. It is always something that you, you didn't know you were going to need, a miracle, creative, 
prophetic miracle. <clears throat> so she created a place for Elijah, and he released a creative pro- prophetic miracle to her. What was that? She could not have children. That's not something money can, you can throw all the money at it. She was incredibly wealthy. She couldn't make that happen. And again, what we cannot make happen for ourselves, God will make happen for us. And so she wanted children, but she could not have children. And so prophet Elijah says to her, by this time next year, you're going to be holding your son, holding your son. And she was so stunned and shaken by this word And she had a very hard time believing him. Remember, Peter had a hard time believing if I just cast my net on the other side. Jesus had cast nets, multiple nets. He said, I'll cast one. And it doesn't say how many times he cast it, by the way. I believe he just kept pulling in net after net after net full until his his boat started sinking and he called the other fleet the rest of his fleet and said, get out here. And they started pulling in net after net after net. And those nets started to break and those boats started to sink. Right. And so he said to her, by this time, you next year, you'll be holding your son. And the implication is that she believed him, but just a little. And she was shaken by this word. And she said, prophet, don't you dare play games with my dream." You found out the one thing that I'm having a hard time believing God for, uh, my issue, and you found it out. Now, don't you mess with me. And she was so shaken, uh, but she believed him, but her faith wasn't very strong in that. I'm giving you a word of encouragement right now, because sometimes we feel like we have to have hyper faith. We have to believe this stuff uh, like you know, like a robot. God doesn't want that. He just wants faith the size of a mustard seed. If you'll just believe, just start believing me, I can do this for you. And a year later, it happened. She was holding her son, a creative, prophetic miracle. She had a son. And she continues in partnership with the prophet and continues to receive the prophet's reward in her life. Now, later, about 12 or so years later, the son's helping his dad out in the field, and he dies. He gets heat stroke, and he dies. And, uh, and for some, it looked like the promise died, right? Um, but she tapped into the life that was in that prophet, and he raised him from the dead, and gave him back to her. Let me just say this. It matters where you sow your seeds. It matters the offerings you sow and who you sow to. Your offerings can cause you to tap into a powerful prophetic reward. And I could go on and on and on about this. Uh, God knows how to cause a prophet to speak a creative prophetic miracle to occur in your life. That's part of the prophet's mantle. And uh, if you look at Lazarus, uh, by the way, she got her son back, and they they continue to live on, and God continued to bless them. And the story goes on. 
she continues to receive the prophet's reward. It's just an amazing story. Uh, in John chapter 11 is the story of Lazarus. And it says, there was a certain man that was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, of the town where Mary and Martha lived. And it was Mary, the same Mary that anointed him with oil and wiped his feet with her hair. She broke the alabaster box and and it was her brother, Lazarus, who was sick. And uh, so Mary and Martha send for Jesus, and they say this to Jesus, kind of a little bit of a guilt trip, but what they're saying is, we receive the prophet in the name of a prophet. Now we want to receive the prophet's reward. And so <clears throat> the sisters send him a note and says, Lord, behold, he who you love is sick. He who you love is sick. Uh, and let me just tell you, that's such key wording right there. Jesus hears this and immediately says, The sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may glorified, be glorified through it. By the way, one of the first things God spoke to me in October of 2019 2019, October of 2019, so that was before November of 2019, which was the um, the election. God spoke to me in October of 2019 uh, that the election process is not unto the death of this nation, but that God may receive glory in his church and in this nation. And he spoke that to me, and I prophesied it, uh, back in October of 2019, you can go back and, and look at it. I believe it was the second, I mean the third or the fourth uh, Friday in October of 2019. Uh, but he spoke to me and, he proph- and I prophesied <clears throat> about Lazarus. Jesus came to the tomb of Lazarus, listen to me, early on the fourth day. Remember Jesus rose early on the third day? He went to Lazarus's tomb early on the fourth day. Now, let me just say, we've had three full years of this election dilemma, and we are entering into the morning of the fourth year, like the fourth day. S-O-N, September, October, November. I believe God is releasing a creative prophetic miracle right now. I believe creative prophetic miracles are in the air. Resurrection life is in the air. So these sisters, they sent a word to Jesus, and they said, the one you love is sick. Listen, sometimes we think just because God loves us, we won't have to face challenges or troubles in this life. Jesus said, we're going to face these things, but be of good cheer. I've already overcome these things. You're going to face all kinds of challenges, all kinds of troubles, all kinds of uh, challenges to your faith. But you need to remember this. All things, all things work together for good for those who love God and are the called according to his purposes. According to his purposes. I believe God loves America and he will uphold his covenant with America. And we will see all things, all these things that have been happening working together for good 
because we are called of God according to his purposes. Amen? However, we must stay in the purposes of God. We must stay on the right path, doing the right things, doing the purposes of God. Amen? And that's what the ecclesia is doing right now. The ecclesia has been praying. Listen, if anything, it has awakened the sleeping giant called the church. Amen? When Jesus heard this report about Lazarus, he immediately evaluated the report and said, this sickness is not unto death. This conflict with other nations that we're seeing right now is not unto death. This challenge that we're facing as a nation is not unto death. And once you evaluate this by the Spirit of God, then you'll finally have the faith to overcome it. Once you know that that you're called uh, to do something, and you know what you're called to do, nothing can stop you from fulfilling your purpose in Christ. When you know your purpose, nothing can stop you. When the doctors told me your heart is not functioning properly, it's like part of it is dead, I immediately brought to remembrance in my own mind what thus saith the Lord. I knew I had prophecies to fulfill. I knew I had a purpose to fulfill. I knew there were greater things in front of me in the future that God had already spoken to me about. I began to tap into resurrection life. If the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he shall quicken your mortal body. God wants you to know it is your right to have miracles happening in your life. It is your right to allow uh, uh, death to leave you and life to come into you, resurrection life. Uh, You have to understand your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and that spirit dwells within you. And if that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he's going to quicken your mortal body. It's time, amen? And so Jesus showed no fear in the face of this challenge. Jesus already knew what was going to happen. He said, this sickness is not unto death, but that God would be glorified and that the Son of God would be glorified. He already knew what was going to happen. Even though Jesus stayed two more days after he heard the report, you know, sometimes we face a delay in receiving our miracle. Amen. Come on. We're praying, we're believing, and we ha- we have a delay in the process. Where's Jesus? It's been two more days. Setbacks. Uh, uh, people go through setbacks in their faith, and they're challenged. What, what are we going to do? Stand firm on what you know is thus saith the Lord over your life, over your family, over your finances, over your career, over your ministry, over whatever you're believing God for, a creative prophetic miracle uh, to be released into tonight. Listen, your setback just may be a setup for your great comeback. Amen? This is not unto death. Jesus finally shows up on the fourth day, early on the fourth day, and Jesus calls him forth, Lazarus, come forth. And the creative prophetic miracle caused life to come where it looked like only death was reigning. Come on. 
Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. I want to speak to those of you in this audience that are facing challenges, physical challenges, financial challenges, relationship challenges, family challenges. Let me just declare to you, you will live and not die. Your situation will live and not die. Whatever you're facing, you will live and not die. Remember who you are and remember what he promised you. You have a continuing purpose, and you will fully recover. I want to encourage you, no weapon. Uh, Weapons will be formed against you, but no weapon that is formed against you will prosper. Psalm 91 says, with long life, long life, I will satisfy you and show you my salvation, my Yeshua. Come, I'm just encouraging you. There's somebody watching right now, and, and you have had uh, a, such a terrible setback that you are about to give up on your faith. You, you're like, God, I'm on my last thread of faith here. And you, you, suddenly you're finding yourself listening to this and hearing the sound of my voice because God has put you on this frequency right now so that you would hear this word Don't you give up now, son. God is about to do something powerful for you. For Lazarus, it looked like it was over. He was in the grave for four days. And Jesus showed up and said, I am the resurrection and the life. In other words, nothing is too hard for me. But I I allowed this to happen so that you would see the glory of God released. And you would receive a miracle and Jesus would be glorified in the process. I'm just telling somebody right now who's struggling, feel like you've spent so many years, and suddenly you have nothing. You feel like, God, I should be somewhere else right now. I should be in a much better place right now. Let me just tell you, overnight, God can change your situation. You know that to be true. And nothing is impossible for God. But I just hear the voice of the Lord saying, you did not miss me. You did not make a mistake. You did not take the wrong path. You did not make the wrong decision. I take all the wrongs and I make them right, says the Lord. And I'm causing you to rise up now in the last mustard seed of faith that you have. And you watch and see, just like the woman with the issue of blood spent half half of her life and all of her finances and could not get healed. And she said, if I can just touch a string, if I can just grab hold of a thread... I know God can do something. Some of you are hanging by a thread, but I'm telling you, it's enough. God is about to release a great miracle to you, especially that one man that I'm seeing. You're about to receive a great miracle. A phone call is coming that's going to turn everything around, and you're going to find yourself dancing before the Lord like David did with all of his might. You're so grateful for what God just did. Amen. You know, Second Chronicles twenty twenty, it says, Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe in his prophets, and you shall prosper. <clears throat> We're entering into a time right now where you're going to have to know that God can provide for you. You're going to have to know that you know that God's got your back. God's got it planned out. He's got it figured out. Uh, things are turning around so rapidly 
you know, I was driving down the street the other day, and uh, and I saw the wheels on a on a vehicle going so fast in one direction, it looked like it was going backwards. It's like an uh, an optical illusion. It looks like it's going backwards, and you know, sometimes you can look at a ceiling fan uh, spinning, and it looks like it's going backwards uh, in slow motion. Uh, and some of you don't realize God is so accelerating things in your life. It may look like it's going backwards, but what you're going to find out is God has actually hit the accelerator and things are going fast forward into fulfillment of your purpose, your promise, your destiny. Something great is about to happen in your life. You need to get up every day. I get up every day and I say something good is about to happen to me. God's doing me good. Something good is about to happen in my life, and I have an expectation. Uh, and, and listen, that comes from a connection with the Lord. I know that I know that I know that His abundant life, His resurrection life is in me. His powerful life is in me, and I cannot shake it. Uh, you know, some people said, well, there is no God. Or there, God doesn't speak. Well, let me just tell you, then who is that inside of me? Who is the one that continues to drive me uh, to believe for the highest and the best? Who is that that keeps speaking words of life and challenging me to go higher? It is God himself. God is in his people, and God is among his people, and God is doing something powerful, and he's speaking to his people today. Resurrection life is coming now. Power is in the air. Uh, His power is being released, and there is a strong flow of anointing flowing into the hearts and the lives of the people of God that are hearing this right now. Um, faith rose. I know who I, I know who you are, and, and I know you've been through a setback, uh, but it is a setup, and you're going to find yourself on some new platforms, says the Lord. And the Spirit of the Lord says, I'm, I'm calling you by a new name, and I'm calling you into a new identity, and I'm calling you to your true identity, and I'm calling you to rise up in this hour and begin to be a voice for me. And I'm going to take all those ingredients that seem to be like a, a mishmash of things on the inside of you, and I'll put them all together, and I'm going to show you what I've been doing all along. I'm going to mix it all up, and it's going to cause, uh, and you've been in the mix-up, and that's what's been happening. But I'm going to cause something great to come out of that, and all those ingredients are going to, uh, like the ingredients of a cake, it's going to come together in such a way, and you've been in the fiery process, you've been in the baking process, but the Lord said, I'm going to bring it out, and I'm going to serve you to the body of Christ, and there's going to be great things that happen, and your latter days are going to be greater than your former days, says the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, Lisa Ferris, uh, you've been watching for a long time. You're like a, a super follower of the ministry, I think, and uh, whatever that tag is that they put on there online. Uh, but uh, Lisa, I just see where the Spirit of God is combing through some knots, uh, and, and it's like, uh, like you would comb through the knots in your child's hair. Uh, God's been combing through some knots, and, and uh, there's been some uncomfortableness, and there's been some uh, challenges along the way, and it's, you know, it's like a snag here and a snag there. Uh, but God is putting some fresh conditions in place. 
and some fresh conditioner is going to cause these things to just easily unsnag and un uh, 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 unsnag. I guess is the best word. It's just going to God's going to comb through and bring a a smooth release now. And uh, so I hear the Spirit of God saying, I'm changing situations, I'm changing conditions, and, and there's a fresh anointing uh, that's going to cause things that were stuck to be unstuck now, things that were snagged uh, to be able to uh, be combed through easily now. And I just see a, um, a financial uh, gift being released to you, a big financial gift uh, being released to you. It's a blessing from God, and God's doing that to to encourage you uh, that your your harvest is on the way. That's not the harvest. That's just a blessing, uh, but there's a harvest on the way that's coming for you, Lisa, and God's going to pour it out, uh, and I just see uh, 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 some preparation going on like a like a like a mom would prepare for a child. You've got a vision. You've got a, a concept for you and for your family that's from God. And God's going to have you start making preparation for that. And it's going to start coming to pass rapidly, says the Lord. God's hitting the accelerator on you. Um, I want to minister real quick to Veronica Denzer. Uh, Veronica Denzer, uh, uh, there have been like an onslaught of the enemy attack against you. Uh, but but God has raised up a standard against the enemy, and you got a little bit of a, a splash uh, from that attack, but God held back the tidal wave of the enemy. But God is raising up a strong standard against the enemy and pushing back now, and things God's taking you to a higher, a higher level in him. And things that used to uh, impact you before will, will no longer be impacting you. Uh, there's a, a breaker anointing that's gone before you, and you've prayed your prayers. You've made your declarations of your faith. You've put new decrees out there, and God has heard every word of that. And he is the high priest over your prophetic decrees. You know, that's literally what that scripture means, a high priest over your confession, over your prophetic decrees. In other words, he's taken them before God into the Holy of Holies and said, listen to what she has been saying. Look at this faith, Father. And God has, has sealed the deal now and released a breakthrough that is on its way to you. And you're going to see the blessing of the Lord break out and begin to overwhelm and overtake your life. I just release that to you now. In the name above every name, in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, <clears throat> there is a powerful uh, anointing right now. I just feel it so strong. I feel a uh, a real draw of the Holy Spirit now uh, uh, to, to release some prophetic words to some of you. And uh, <clears throat> um, uh, somebody who's been on my heart this week, the Spirit of God's been telling me, and I don't know anything about your situation, but Jen Nichols, uh, I know you're a faithful watcher. I forget what state you live in. I think it's Maryland, but I could be totally wrong. I don't know. Uh, but Jen, <coughs> the Spirit of God is healing your body. I don't know what's going on in there, uh, but you need a creative, prophetic miracle. And God is speaking that to you now. And uh, you've been on hold, and you've been... 
you've been uh, in a good way, just patiently waiting, and by faith and patience, you inherit the promise, and, and you're good with that, uh, but this seems like too long. Uh, but I, I believe what the Spirit of God is saying right now is that there is a, a uh, there was something that was that was blockading your miracle, and God had you deal with certain things, and uh, in certain relationships, and you had to draw some new lines and some new standards and some new boundary lines, and by doing that, uh, that block it, that blockade of the enemy was totally broken wide open, and you had to humble yourself. Uh, but that blockade is broken open now, and that miracle is being uh, uh, released to full manifestation right now. And uh, I just, I just see a, a, a uh, an increase. You know, uh, uh, the pool of Bethesda, uh, the pool of Bethesda, uh, when it was stirred, Bethesda is the house of, or, or the house of miracles, and so. Um, when that pool of Bethesda was stirred, whoever got in there first uh, got their miracle. And so the scripture says it like this, when the pool of Bethesda, the waters were troubled. So we don't know how troubled it looked. Uh, but immediately after that, uh, the miracle was released. And so you've been in, there's been many of you right now, you've seen some troubles, uh, but that's the enemy trying to stop you and get you to turn and go a different direction. When you didn't do it, you stood in faith. You got your miracle. God's releasing a miracle right now. And so, Father, I just release that to your people right now in the name of Jesus. And um, I just see, I don't know if she's watching or not, uh, but for Kathy Pagliotta, Kathy Pagliotta, the Lord spoke to me uh, that there's some things that have been narrowing down and uh, God's been narrowing some things down and you said God did I miss it did I just do something in my own strength uh, am I doing the wrong thing it's like everything's narrowed down uh, but you're going through that narrow moment right before things break wide open onto a whole new big wide open blessing from the Lord and you're coming to that place don't back off now Hit the accelerator with the Lord. Continue to stand in faith and decree what God has spoken over you. And you watch that situation break wide open. And I just see by the end of this year, you're going to see you're going to see the breakthrough, and it's going to break wide open for you. Uh, there's somebody watching right now. Your uh, I want to say uh, your late 30s, maybe early 40s, and uh, and you're a businessman. Uh, but it looked like everything shut down, and you're in what some would call a setback. It hasn't been too terrible, uh, but now you're starting to sweat, real sweat. And, uh, and and you're like, Jesus, do I need to sweat drops of blood before something here? Uh, not my will, but your will be done. Uh, but you've been patiently waiting, and God's used this moment to... Uh, to to the Isaiah 54 thing, stretch out your curtains, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes. Right, uh, God's been stretching you out, uh, uh, and and God has got you in a place where you're going to start receiving uh, greater provision. Now, you've had to stretch all that out and lengthen and strengthen and uh, uh, stretch out your curtains of your dwelling place. Uh, but now that business is going to be filled, 
and your life is going to be fulfilled and you're going to find yourself in that place of fulfillment and uh, and i just see orders being fulfilled fulfillment uh whatever the business thing is fulfillment now it's going to start happening and so you you've allowed god the process uh but you've come to that time that miracle time and continue to speak it out and continue to wage your good warfare with the prophecies that have gone over you and um, continue to make those decrees uh, and, and dance with the one that brung you. There's not time for change. Uh, there's not time for a course change. You know, I was talking with, uh, and this is a word for many people right now. I was talking with um, uh, a friend of mine the other day, and and uh, <clears throat> he's in training to be a pilot. And, and so I've been researching some of this pilot stuff. Uh, but, you know, pilots are being, are, are trained <clears throat> to fly above the storm and of course we mount up with wings like eagles and we fly above the storm right Uh, but sometimes you find yourself in the middle of the storm and as pilots uh, you they might be uh, they might see the storm and try to get above it but sometimes find themselves in the middle of the storm and sometimes the sheer winds will go up uh, so fast and go down so fast on the other side uh, that it can cause a great problem uh, for the pilot and even cause the plane to crash. And so uh, they train them that storms are only five to six miles wide. Those thunderheads are only five to six miles wide. And so your instinct is to turn left or turn right to try to find a way out of it. And what ends up happening is people end up going in circles in the storm. But if you'll just hold the course, you'll get through it quicker than you know. And you won't catch those sheer winds. You just continue to go through uh, if you hold steady and hold the course. And so that's what I heard the Lord say. Dance with the one that brung you. Hold steady the course. Don't make any uh, any changes. Hold your heading straight ahead and watch what God can do. He can pull that thing away from you so quickly uh, and, and and I just see again the the filling up of uh, what you've been stretched out, but now God's about to fill you up. And so, believe God and be established. Don't let anything take you off the course. Believe His prophets, and so shall you prosper. Amen. Amen. I could go on and on and on. I want to invite you out this Sunday, 4 p.m. Uh, to church. Come out to Life Point Church if you're in the area. Maybe some of you might want to take a little trip and come out and uh, worship with us. Our, our worship team is incredible, uh, very on fire, very prophetic, uh, highly anointed. I'm telling you, the heavens open. I don't want to stop worshiping uh, when we get into worship, but we have to stay within our program. Uh, and, and, but we do flow with the Holy Spirit. Let me just say that. Uh, but that's this Sunday, 4 p.m., Life Point Church at 768 Forest Retreat Road, right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Uh, Hendersonville, Tennessee is an amazing place anyways, uh, but we are right in the heart of all, all that God is doing um, right here in Middle Tennessee in Hendersonville. And so that's at 768 Hendersonville, 768 Forest Retreat Road in Hendersonville, Tennessee, four o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Don't miss it. Amen. I want to thank all of you for standing with us and supporting the work of the Lord here. Uh, I want to give you an opportunity to sow a seed. 
It matters who you give your seed to. It matters where you sow your seed. Amen. And let me just say this, and I'm going to touch on this a little bit on Sunday. Uh, you know, God is a God of of addition and multiplication. He's not a God of subtraction or division. God's not trying to subtract anything from you. He's not going out to divide anything, anyone from you. And so when you come before the Lord with your tithes and offerings, don't think subtraction or don't think division. Uh, <clears throat> God loves a cheerful giver. And so think multiplication. Think addition. God wants to add to you. When you come before the Lord with tithes and offerings, he's not trying to take something from you. He's trying to get something to you. And so when we're sowing our seed, God already has a harvest in mind for that seed. And so do it cheerfully. Get excited about what God is uh, is about to do because you've released a seed to him. Amen. Father, I just thank you right now for those that are that are sowing in support of Jesus the prophet and the prophetic ministry and the revelation that they're receiving right now and they receive week after week on this broadcast father that's what they're sowing into and father you said if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet you receive the prophet's reward and so i release that prophetic reward that prophet's reward to them right now in the name of jesus i decree father that they will see multiplication of this seed now that's your process father that's what you desire to do and so no man puts a seed in the ground thinking they're going to get nothing farmers expect their harvest father i expect a great harvest to be released back to your people now we thank you for doing it in a powerful and a mighty way father show your glory in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. To sow a seed uh, in support of this house and, and this prophetic ministry, you can do that in several ways. And uh, if you're watching on social media, there's a link that you can click on and you can give that way. Uh, if you prefer to give by text giving, uh, the number's 84321. It's on your screen now, 84321. And uh, you just text whatever dollar amount you want to you want to give, uh, and then send that text number to the number eight four three two one. It's that simple. And uh, if you prefer to send it by mail, a lot of people do, uh, especially when you're sending a sizable gift or an offering specifically uh, towards the vision of the house or towards the building uh, uh, that we're uh, endeavoring to purchase and believing God for. Uh, you can send that uh, offering uh, through the mail to LifePoint or Marty Layton, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee. It's greatly appreciated, and we thank you for doing that. Again, it's a sacred thing when you give to God, and he, he promises to give you a return. You don't give to God and not get it back. And so that address, again, is P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee. Uh, and, and we just bless you for uh, sowing in that way. If you want to give uh, on our website, our website is lifepointchurch.cc, lifepointchurch.cc. And there's a place at the top and at the bottom where you can give. And uh, you know, this is a good enough time as any to remind you that there's our prayer wall at the bottom. If you want to uh, send your prayer request. Do it right there as you're giving your offering. 
and uh, and I just want to encourage you again. Come out and visit the church uh, this Sunday, four thirty at seven six eight Forest Retreat Road, right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Uh, you'll find all our church information right there on the website uh, as well. And I want to remind you that I, I do prophesy over people every single service. And so if you need a word from the Lord, come and see us this Sunday, 4 p.m., 768 Forest Retreat Road right here in Hendersonville. Don't miss it. Amen. Also, I want to thank our our sponsor from the beginning has been Mike Lindell and uh, MyPillow.com. And so I want to encourage you, go to MyPillow.com uh, or MyStore.com and look at the products there. Uh, please uh, uh, let God in- institute a new change in your life, right? Uh, you know, I don't want to give money to people who are going to take that money and use it against me, take their profits and use it in ways against me. Listen, Mike Lindell is a man of honor. He's a man of God. And, uh, and, and a supporter of this broadcast. And so every time you buy something at MyPillow and use the promo code MARTY, a portion of that uh, goes back to Speak Life. And, and so it's a great way to get product, to be a blessing to Mike Lindell and all that he's doing for our nation, and also be a blessing to Speak Life. But use the promo code MARTY, my first name, on either website, mypillow.com or mystore.com, and you're going to get great discounts and and uh, on all the products that he has out there. And I encourage you. I and let me just tell you, my family loves the towels. The towels are the best. Uh, we wear the slippers. We use the bed linens. We use the uh, the Giza sheets and the pillowcases and uh, and of course the my pillows. They're they're incredible. And so. Uh, MyPillow.com, use the promo code MARTY. Uh, Some of you prefer to call it in. Uh, If you want to do that, they have a dedicated line just for this audience. And our audience is growing every week, and so are these orders. So thank you for uh, for purchasing. But the number is 800-859-2938. It's 800-859-2938. Remember to tell the operator you want to use the promo code MARTY. Uh, you'll receive the big discount, and you'll be a blessing to this broadcast as well. Amen. I want to remind you that we are live every Friday night at 7 p.m. on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble. Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. We're archived on several other platforms as well, but if you want all that information, uh, just go to speaklifetv.com, and you can get all that information uh, but it'd be great if you help us by telling others to tune in every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time right here in America. Uh, and if you do that, it, it it expands our audience. It blesses us in many ways. Also, this broadcast has turned into a podcast. And so you can check us out on iTunes, on Spotify, on Charisma Podcast Network, or anywhere you get podcasts. You're going to find us there. And while you're there... Listening to our podcast, take a minute and give us a five-star review. It's going to help us with the algorithms and help us to raise our awareness out there with free advertising when you do that. It's a blessing to the ministry, and we're able to be a blessing to many more people. Also, I want to invite you to follow me on all social media platforms. At Marty Layton is what you need to look for, whatever the platform is, Twitter or X, whatever they call it now. Uh, Facebook, Truth, Getter, YouTube, Rumble, 
uh, Instagram, Parler, Telegram, whatever. I'm at Marty Layton. Follow me, subscribe, like me, whatever you do on the platform uh, so that you can stay involved and you can stay updated on all that we're doing uh, on social media as well. And so thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. It's always an honor and a privilege to come before you with the word of the Lord. Listen, God is always speaking, and I want to help fine-tune your ear to his voice. I always want to give you fresh revelation, a word of encouragement from God, and challenge you, and then equip you and train you to hear and know the voice of God and and, and see things in our current uh, modern-day uh, moments with the the eyes of the Spirit, what God is showing and saying uh, in this moment. And so thank you for uh, being a part of Speak Life. Remember, Proverbs 18.21 declares, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So from our hearts to yours, remember always, Speak Life. We'll see you guys next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world. Oh,